Wait, what am I saying? <laughs> You're listening. Oh. Right. You're, You're listening, listening to. <laughs> You're listening to discourse. 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 From, from from NPR. NPR. Amaranek Public Radio. My biggest obsession as a child was the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series. If you also read the books, high five. You are now my best friend. Based on his own life growing up, Jeff Kidney created the Wimpy Kids series that focuses on the fictional junior high school student, Greg Hefley. These books take on a mock journal-like style, showing Greg's perspective on his life through his diaries. Kidney dreamed of becoming a newspaper cartoonist, but was unable to get his strips syndicated. He came up with the Diary of a Wimpy Kids series as a way to cope, surprised at the popularity it received once it was published. Everyone I knew in elementary school read these books. Being an avid reader and artist in the fifth grade, I collected all of the books and movies. I would copy Kinney's drawings, replicating his signature stick figures and their characteristics. I even started keeping diaries myself. My fascination grew as I began to base my whole identity around this collection of stories. Generations each share so much with one another. Whether it was a favorite food growing up or a favorite TV show, it is so easy to bond with someone who was born in the same year as you. In recent times, due to the global pandemic, it has somehow become more difficult yet easy to socialize with one another. You can't physically read a person's face at a social gathering due to masks, but a quick Zoom call to catch up with someone is within arm's reach. Bonding with people has evolved now. Despite these changes, it is a universal fact that everyone loves reflecting on their childhood together. Fred Bryant teaches psychology at Loyola University and he states that reflecting back on memories is a way to travel through time, experiencing those happy moments again. Bryant claims it's a way for us to recall when times were easier, when we felt completely free. So, when people bond over childhood obsessions, it connects you to the same timeline, almost like you have always been friends with this person. It's a similar reaction to discovering old photographs of you and your siblings when you were kids. You turn to your brother or sister in glee, holding up the photo and talking about what was happening when this picture was taken. Sharing memories brings people closer together. Back to the books. I started to grow tremendously in writing and drawing because of my addiction to Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I developed my own sense of voice in each diary entry I made. My drawings became more complex in depicting my friends and family. I knew how to write stories that had a deeper, more sophisticated meaning to them once I entered middle school. In the first book, Greg Hefley auditioned for his middle school play. So I did as well. I participated in the school plays all throughout middle school and loved it. Eventually earning a lead role in the eighth grade and forcing my entire family to come watch me perform. Because of my addiction to this series, I felt like I was given the chance to be creative and try new things. One big characteristic about Greg Hefley, however, aside from loving art, was being extremely selfish. 
Throughout the 10 books, Greg is noticeably arrogant. He cared way too much about his popularity status, getting girls, and his self-image. I don't think anybody really noticed this while reading the books, but because I wanted to be him so badly, I mimicked his attitude. I was mean to my parents, I made fun of my friends, and desperately wanted to be quote-unquote popular. Once I left middle school, I was not my creative self anymore. Nobody I knew was. We all naturally wanted to fit in more than anything else, fearing the idea of being rejected by society. I don't know if the book series influenced my peers as well, but I know for a fact that they did not acknowledge creativity for me anymore. They encouraged ignorance. I don't necessarily blame the author for that though. Maybe it was just my subconscious. I was so pretentious my freshman year that I refused to try out for anything. No sports, no musicals, no art electives, aside from taking graphic design for three years because I thought it was socially accepted by my peers. At this point in my life, I read all of the already published Wimpy Kid books, watched all of the previously released movies, and felt way too old to be obsessing over this children's series. I didn't want to touch the books again. But, for some reason, I felt embarrassed to do anything remotely creative. Maybe I had thought too much about how students used to stereotype the kids who did musical theater as weird. Maybe growing up, I took Greg's criticisms of fictional characters too sternly. Maybe I had become so determined to avoid being categorized as a weird person that I steered clear of anything fun altogether. I cared way too much about what people thought of me, including this pubescent, egotistical, fictional character. Fast forward to May 2020. Society is a couple months deep into quarantine. Absolute boredom has struck households across the nation. I was so bored and sick of technology that I decided to clean my room. Imagine being so bored in your room that you willingly decide to clean your room? Every parent in America is crying tears of relief hearing that statement. Anyway, while I was scanning my room, I found the fourth Diary of a Wimpy Kid book, Dog Days, below my bookshelf, perfect for the summertime. I sat outside on a nice day and breezed through. It wasn't anything intense or deep. It was a story that my fifth grade self was obsessed with. After I finished it, I decided to go on a cleaning spree and rummage in my closet. I found the rest of the series plus old paintings I made when I was in elementary school. I didn't know why I painted these things, or when, or if it had any significance, but all I could collect from them was the passion. The length of each stroke, the shade of each color, every detail reflected my love for art. At that moment, I felt torn between my childhood literary obsession and my longtime hobby. Being isolated for months had left me to really think about what I was versus what I should be doing. My friends were so focused on becoming physically active and running or working out all the time, but personally, I just felt like I needed to be creative again. I felt a surge of shame. I could feel the eyes of my six-year-old self from another timeline judging me, almost like she was saying, why? Why, Lucia? You ruined the only thing that made you happy. 
Taking inspiration from my six-year-old self, I searched for a canvas and brushes. I spent the whole afternoon painting the view from my window. Did it look good? No. Was I going to hang it up in my room or show anyone? Definitely not. Did it make me happy? Absolutely. I have not stopped writing and drawing to this day. Whether it is in my diary or through schoolwork, I manage to do anything creative whenever I can. Coming back to the sense of creativity reminds me of so much happiness that I had in my life and that I know I will continue to have. I hope nobody grows up with an idol like Greg Hefley, who shames students for participating in particular sports or art classes. As a society, we need to be reminded of the endless possibilities the world has for us. Take that sculpting class. Sign up for that poetry slam. At the end of the day, we all feel judged by one another. It's in human nature. But I would rather be judged for doing what I love rather than being judged for doing nothing at all. I refuse to let anyone or anything come between me or my art. Nothing can take away the source of happiness from me ever again. Not even Greg Hathaway. I give the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series two out of five stars.